on, Frank, you're married to me. Should Georgia be nervous? Yes. <laughs> yes. She should be very nervous. Oh, no. <laughs> no. there and welcome to isometric gaming with perspective this episode of isometric is brought to you by braintree and casper and we will tell you all about them later for right now i am steve lubitz and i am joined live from gamerx in san francisco by uh games boss at giant space capriano Wu. how you doing Bray? oh it's so good to be on the the non-frank Wu side of the country what? without what? frank Wu here <laughs> Without Frank here. So, oh, Frank, are you here on this? Are you here on Isometric oh, today? I, I, uh, I am. I am. Oh, Hi, everyone okay, out there okay. in Isometric land. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know what's great about GamerX, everybody? Do you know what's what's great about this? Like, there are very... There are very few straight people here. It's great. It's, like, awesome. <laughs> I love it. It must be paradise. This is this must be how like I don't know like straight people feel all of the time. That's how I imagine it. It's it's awesome. It's awesome. How are you doing? Ow. How is everyone else doing today? I I am I am fantastic. I am enjoying the festival of lights. So I am all full festival of light. Festival of lights? I don't even know what that is. Hanukkah. Hanukkah? Yeah. Cuz we cuz we we get I get to set things on fire every night so that that makes me happy. <laughs> Burn, okay. baby. Okay. Burn, burn. <laughs> and, and speaking of setting things on fire, we're also joined by psychotherapist and senior editor from imore.com and underwater basket weaving specialist, George Dow. How are you doing, Georgia? How did you know that I took that up? I, I you know, I just know a lot of things about you. <laughs> oh, that's scary. Yeah. Georgia, before we start today, I have a question for you. Um, do you prefer your uh, official government forms in English or French? <laughs> I prefer my forms in English. Okay, hold on. Okay, English. Okay, great. We can keep going with the show. <laughs> what chef. are you filling in? What are you filling in? What are you sending to my house? It's something to do with subsection 9-1. That's all I can tell what? you. I'm actually looking this up because I believe you. It's scary. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What is that? I I think while while George is looking up whatever she just got signed up for, uh, we should introduce our special guest for this week, which, who is the uh, senior editor at Newsy Videos. My, my taxes. <laughs> this is, doesn't look good. Senior editor at Newsy and co-host of uh, of Integrate and the Cartoon Cast, uh, Mike Sargent. Welcome to the show. Thank you for thank you for coming on and and d- listening to George's taxes. <laughs> oh, okay. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. But uh, Steve, I have to ask you a really important question. Okay. Um, so you said, you said Georgia Dow, right? That's, that's what, so as in wanted in 15 countries for Falcon espionage, Georgia Dow? Is it only 15? I thought, I thought there were at least two more since the last week. What? What I haven't checked the has... documents in a while, but I'm pretty sure this is like Georgia chicken parts Dow, right? Yes, yeah, that that is the, the the one and the same. That's her. She's who you see on the the posters at the post you know, office when you go in. That's George's face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I can't okay. believe I still have a practice. The stuff that's on the internet about me, I can't believe I still, anyone would find that and still come to see me. That's all I have to say. 
Falcon up spinach. That's a first. Right. Brie, I just have yeah. to correct you because I'm pretty sure it's the Royal Mail, not the not the post office up there. Well, well, for now, for now, <laughs> for now. I mean, until we invade, which that, you know. That leads me to my next question, Georgia. Have you ever uh, applied to renounce your Canadian citizenship before? <laughs> oh my no, lord! No, 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 no! I see what's happening in the states right now. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it's us who's going to have to go live with her pretty soon. So, Are you, you know. trying to take my place? I'm just asking friendly questions. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm really happy. My prime minister is pretty cool right now. We're sticking around here. Yeah. So Have cool. you ever had a certificate of Canadian citizenship or a naturalization? <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I am not telling you. I can see where this is going. I am not happy. All right. All right. I'm not happy. I'm saying I'll thousands. just say, I'll say no. Oh, place. No, 16 countries. All right. All right. <laughs> We'll just have, I'm, wait, I'm waiting for the website that, that starts like listing off all the countries that George has wanted. <laughs> so, so, George, this is just a friendly question between friends, but you know, your certificate of Canadian citizenship is it enclosed? Is it stolen? Is it lost or destroyed? I'm just making a conversation. Wait, I'm going right. to open some drawers here. <laughs> wait, 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 whoa, actually, where? The- Wait, I actually can't find it, which is not. Oh, okay. Wait a Lost. second. Okay. No. Okay. Great. Wait, no. Great. Great. It could have been stolen. Is this like it, a Canadian thing that you actually do have a certificate? Because I don't think I have one for the U.S. I'm pretty sure in Canada they just take your word for it. <laughs> we should start the show. We should. So, My blood's uh, maple syrup. They know I'm from Canada. So while, while, okay. while Georgia tries to figure out if she's Canadian or not, do you want to explain, Brie, why, uh, why Frank is here with us? And, oh, my God, uh, I'm here. Oh, hi. That's right you're here. That's right you're here. So why am I here? We have, Who we am have I? an exciting, am I exciting new feature is at it exciting? Relay. It's, it's very exciting. Steve, can you tell everybody about our exciting new feature at Relay? Yeah, so in the last week, uh, Relay has introduced a membership program where you we've gotten a lot of people who have asked us how they can do other things to support the show, and we've always told them to go go visit the sponsors. We had a you know the t shirt sale a few months ago, and this is something else. If you if you want to support the show, it's another way that you can uh, you can do that. There are three tiers: there's a, a silver tier, a gold tier, and a hundred dollar annual tier. You can donate. On a regular basis, or you could just make a one-time donation, and you'll get in return you'll get bonus episodes of every show uh, during yeah. re- during Relay's anniversary week in August. Not just ours, I believe. Even as, even if you just uh, even if you just support us, you'll get bonus episodes from everybody. It's going to be great. Like the one we have planned for Rocket is uh, so we're all going to get drunk on Rocket and the material, the Android <laughs> podcast is going to get drunk. And then we're going to talk about what's better, Android or iPhone. That's going to be fight, epic. Fight, I fight. Cannot, yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be, be a great. really quick fight. Yeah. And then yeah. like one person will come out of that. <laughs> It'll be Christina Warren. I'm calling it now. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm yeah. pretty sure she could take all of you. It, it just like yeah. one one fell swoop. Even uh, me, even me. So I mean, I want to have some real talk with everybody about this. I had dinner with someone last night. This literally listened to every single episode of Isometric and loves the show. And oh. I want to tell like our listeners out there, this show is very much uh, a labor of love for us. 
Um, and I don't mind telling you guys, like, I make a lot less money from Isometric than I do Rocket, just because, um, you know, Rocket is a very tech-oriented podcast. So, you know, we have something like Isometric that is more, um, you know, it's not just games-focused. We don't talk about, like, you know, huge AAA games constantly. So, you know, I, I don't mind saying, like, everybody on the show, uh, you know, we probably get paid less than some of the other podcasts that you might listen to. So, you know, the reason I had Frank here on the show today is I want to tell you what we are going to be spending uh, our portion of uh, Oh, and our what is that, Brianna? Please tell yeah, us. Yeah. I'd like to know. So, so, okay, Frank, do you like tanks? Tanks. Do you like tanks? Tanks. Blam, 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 blam. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my God, there's a tank there. What's, what's your favorite tank, Frank? What's your tank? favorite tank? Oh, no. uh, um, don't, don't, I don't know. Don't say, the, don't say Nazi. Don't, don't, don't say do Nazi. It. Don't do yeah. it right now, yeah. Frank. Yeah. Be good. Festival of Lights, please. The, don't say Nazi. The American Sherman tank from World War II. Okay. Can you do, Frank, Frank, can you do your, your, your tank noise again? Blam, 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 blam. <laughs> That's exactly what a tank sounds like. It is. It's exactly. Frank has been so awesome in supporting my career for years. And I've been promising him for years that we were going to take a vacation out to uh, Minneapolis and that we were going to have a a range out there. It's called driveatank.com. Drive a tank? Oh, my God. We drive a tank. You get to drive a tank. Really? You get to shoot a machine gun. And they even have an option to go crush a car where you can what? drive a Sherman tank. You can over even do two car. cars simultaneously. Because like, right. one it's with each trailer. <laughs> so what we are going to do is I'm going to tell Steve to withhold every penny that I get from this account from the, the relay um, contribution thing. And we're gonna put it in a bank account for Frank's drive a tank adventure. <gasps> And then <gasps> when we get enough money to send Frank out there, we will film a podcast. I gotta live my and dream. Yes, I know, right? My dream. Your dream. I mean, and you'll get to crush a car. I've drawn tanks. I've drawn dinosaurs playing guitar, standing on top of flaming tanks. I've drawn laser tanks. I've drawn like alien tanks, tanks blowing up stuff. But I've never actually been in a tank. <sighs> uh, You've never been could... in a tank. I've never been. in How a have you tank? not been, been in a tank? tank? I mean, no. Georgia drives a tank to work. I've been, I've been in tanks. I've never driven a tank. I've been in tanks, but I've never driven one. Of course I've been have. a lot of military friends. Hmm. Okay. Of course you've Wait, been in a tank. On. How would you not have been in a tank? I've never driven a tank. They were smart enough not to let me drive it. Yeah. Most people aren't even, don't even get to sit in a tank, so I'm not surprised that you would have been in a tank. I have lots of military <laughs> friends, she says. Of course she does. Yeah. I'm noting that right now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Georgia, was your marriage to your husband before the year 1947? <laughs> I can't. I can't give you that information, Brie. Okay. I can't. I'm we'll, ask, we'll ask yes. Renee after the show. <laughs> okay. Okay. We're not going to war with Canada, are we? Well, not no. today. Oh, well, okay. not until you okay. get your tank. <laughs> no, not until after I drive a tank. Yeah. That will be the spark that causes the war with Canada. All right, all right, Frank. I hope isometric listeners will come through 
for you to fulfill your lifelong dream of driving a tank. So, and thank you for coming on the show today. Yeah, if you want to do that, you can go to relay.fm slash isometric. There are three buttons uh, right before the episode list, right after the episode description. Uh, There's silver for $5 a month, gold for $10 a month, and the annual for $100. Just click one of those, and then you will help... Frank fulfill his dream of ri- driving a tank, and then hopefully he will write uh, thank you notes to everyone who donates after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 God. Steve. Steve, the that joke was punishing. One you have no idea how long I was holding that in, by the way. Punishing. <laughs> oh. to, to be in the Sherman tra- tank and to crush one car is only $600. Right? I'm just saying. Right? That's pretty cool. <laughs> That's a bargain, really. It's a bargain. bargain. Frank, I may go with you. This might yes. have, we might have to do yes. an isometric on, like, on the tank. Okay. <laughs> oh, my Georgia, God. I'm we down. can record I'm it down. on the tank. We okay. can, oh, my I God. Like Georgia this. Dow rolling over a tank, a car with a tank. We've got to do this. We have to do this. <laughs> I, I oh. probably wouldn't be able to drive where I'd probably miss the car completely. Yeah, okay. Sure. <laughs> but then well, you got to back I mean, up the tank over the car. Right. Yeah. That's true. You Don't strap it. You'll just strap a GoPro to your Falcon, and it'll help you help you navigate. <laughs> There's a double car crush option for what is it? Eight hundred dollars. We can crush two cars in a tank. Two at cars. Once. Two cars. One with That's each true. tread. That's true. You saved two hundred bucks to do that. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. So, should we talk about video games? Do you think? Well, well I have one more thing. To okay, say. go ahead. So, my favorite thing about the hundred dollar program. Uh, on Relay is we call it like all the great shows. And I can't tell you how happy it makes me to finally put those frauds over at This American Life and Serial and just to admit that they are not on Relay and are <laughs> not frauds. a great show. Garrison Keeler, your frauds. days of being... <laughs> it's over. You, that's right. You got called out by Mike Hurley. My curly served viewers, please. Wait, wait! Don't tell me that I'm second best. I'm, I'm in rare oh, form today. They are. They are, are our com- are. competition. You are right. <laughs> yeah. No competition. No, they're no, they're not even. They are the Justin Bieber of podcasters. Whoa. If they're not on relay. Wait, are you calling I like the Canadian that. of podcasters? I'm not sure. Wait a second. Where are you going here, Bree? No, right. Yeah, you know, I I could just put Justin Bieber's information on this form. No, that wouldn't work out. Because then he'd be here. Okay, let's keep going. All right. Let's thank you. Thank games. you for coming, Frank. We hope you get to drive your tank very soon. Yay! Tanks! Woo! Love you. Oh, I love you all. And especially Brianna. Oh. Yay! Yeah, you do. <laughs> okay, bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Uh, Good luck editing this, Steve. Oh, it's going to be, well, it's gonna be a blast. It's going to be great. Yeah. How you doing, Micah? I'm doing so well. I finally get to join you for your shenanigans, and I could not be happier. Frank the Tank is here. I mean, we're Frank just having a good tank. night. We finally exposed Georgia for the Falcon espionage person she is. I, I mean, this is this is a great night. It's it's all it's all coming out all at once. Falcon Georgia, were you a British subject living in Canada previous to the year 1947? <laughs> I don't know, aren't we all living in Canada, British subjects? I don't know how it goes. I think we still have to bow to the Queen or something. There's something messed up about that. She's on she's on all our currency. She owns us. Well, you know, she she probably deserves it. 
You know, she deserves she deserves a second country. Wow, we've we've dissed the queen now. No, we haven't. No, I think I think no. we're we're honoring the queen. Mike's honoring certainly going to kick us off the network after this. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if she, she probably doesn't listen to the show, so yeah. I think we're okay. Were any of your parents employed by in Canada by foreign government <laughs> or international agency? <laughs> What are you filling out? This is so this bad. Is, no, I'm just out. I'm just being friendly. <laughs> this could be like a whole Ask Me Anything episode. Of just <laughs> These are yeah. questions I ask my friends all the time. Yeah, no, me too. You're freaking out, Georgia. This is a dangerous way of showing friendly. A <laughs> <laughs> Brie puts the friendly in friendly fire. Right. Okay, are we should, should we should we talk about video games? Do you think? Come on, Steve, show some professionalism and uh, start the show. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. I love that Brie talks about professionalism as like her sound cuts in. Yeah, the right. <laughs> as Skype dies a horrible, bloody death. <laughs> All right, so let's so let's talk about video games. So the big one of the big pieces of news this week is that Steam is apparently having. Uh, problems with organized crime. So, Georgia, I'm very glad that we've we've gotten through your your criminal background, so you'll be <laughs> able to to be an expert uh, to discuss, expert to discuss this. But so, Steam has been doing a big push to get people to use their two step authentication because apparently there's a rash of thefts of tradable goods from people's Steam accounts. I don't know what a, a rash is, but every month there's more than seventy seven thousand Steam accounts yeah. hijacked. That's a lot. That's a lot more That's a rash. than a rash. <laughs> that would be like a plague. Kind of a crime maybe. spree. Right. Well, what right. would you call – I guess I'll, I'll defer to you, Georgia, because you're the expert. What would, what would you call a, 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 crime, a crime spree like that? That's like mass mayhem. Like that's okay. a lot. <laughs> uh, and and it's, it's kind of interesting what's happening because apparently there's like item laundering involved like these items there people are are going into other people's accounts clearing them out trading the items away and then they change hands like multiple times um before they actually end up getting sold to somebody for money apparently some of the especially the uh the counter strike counter strike weapon skins and something like that can go for thousands of dollars because of yeah. the way that their what? in-game economy is wow. yeah yeah Apparently, I was reading up. I'll, I'll link a, something in the show notes that I found right before we were recording about uh, CSGO's economy. But apparently, they have some sort of like a weapon crate that you can open, and it gives a skin for the weapons. Uh, that and the rarer the skins, some of those go for a ridiculous amount of money. These people are not, you know, they're not just trading away like. Well, I, I mean, the Steam trading cards are involved too, but this is like real cash that's getting. That's getting traded away. And I'm surprised that it's taken Steam this long to kind of figure out that this is a potential problem. I think it's super serious. This is re- it's a really big deal. And it's not, just, it's not just Steam that dealt with this. This happens all the time. People hack, hack people's accounts, sell the stuff. And if it goes from, from person to person directly, they can actually track who's traded what to whom. You drop that into a third party, like on the ground or into a crate that no one belongs to, and someone else picks it up. It becomes really difficult to track where these items are going, and eventually they just lose track of where they've gone to. So it's not even easy to figure out. Like you can tell by the amass of numbers of stuff on some people who you think are the ones that are doing this, but it's really hard to find out. 
I mean, it seems like they're employing real world uh, organized crime tactics here, which is what's kind of the scariest thing and the most the most serious thing about this. Because uh, as you're as you're hearing about this, the they're literally doing money laundering. I mean, these items are passing along to every person, and then again and again and again, so that they can cover their tracks. And then at the end of it, just like with uh, counterfeit money and with counterfeit items, a person who has no tie to the original attacker or the person who originally had Act, then has this item. They're innocent. They just bought the item thinking it was from the game. And then they are suddenly involved in this, uh, this huge, huge, huge deal. And, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting how these, these people are applying these tactics that can be used there in this digital, in this digital realm. And it's a lot of money. This is what people do full time. They, they do this for a living. They don't, this is their job. I knew people though, that would do this like, you know, 15, 20 years ago, and this was their job. Money laundering? Oh, you, so you knew money launderers 15, 20 years I knew, ago? That's not money launderers at all, which is making me sound really bad. <laughs> Bree, is Bree not paying attention? Is that attention? on your form, Bree? I'm, I'm typing <laughs> stuff as where, all right, uh, certificate of renunciation could be taken away. I could be charged with an offense as provided. No, okay, to, great. This used to happen all the way in, in Ultima Online times. So, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Wait, were you the one that robbed me, Georgia Bell? <laughs> well, I actually had a thief, and I would lo- I would, I did. I robbed a lot of people, but I was a thief. You're supposed to rob people when you're a thief. That's what you do. You oh rob people. Oh my god! I. You give them. I, you give them really heavy bat. You know, a big chest. And of now I've invited so her on our show. This is Georgia's <laughs> whole plan. No, but that's what no. you're supposed to do. It's that's part of the game. It's, I don't know, Georgia. I play as a rogue every so often in Hearthstone. I've never actually stolen from anybody. So, well, yeah. then you're Seriously. a really bad rogue. Well, I am, but that's beside okay. the point. Well, yeah, <laughs> like that's what you're supposed to do. But no, I knew people that that's all that they would do is they would they would do that, and the same thing that would happen then in EverQuest, and it's it's just one of those things that people would do this as a living. So, I mean, you know, I don't I don't mind saying that you know I am one of the people that's had my uh, Steam account hacked this year. Um, now, I have to be honest, I had attributed it at the time to Gamergate, uh, you know, because I get hacking attempts constantly. Right. You know, I've been doxxed three times in the last two months, and I have to carry three phones with me nowadays because, like, I have to go between phone numbers I can give people and secret phone numbers so you can, like, people <laughs> like you guys can call me. I love that I have your secret phone number. That makes me feel so special. Yeah. Thank you. You do. I love that. You do. It was a terrible mistake. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll be looking forward to getting your new secret phone yeah. number in a, in a yeah, couple I of days. For... <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it really is scary though. Like it uh, for my husband and I. Um, you know that that bearded dude that was just on this podcast. Um, you know, like they 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 got uh, four hundred dollars of credit card Frank stuff from Santa? us. What? Frank's the bearded Frank dude. Is not Santa. Santa. No, no. Frank's beard is black. Um, <laughs> he's also Chinese. Um, Why can't Santa be Chinese? I I guess racism, Georgia. <laughs> 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 oh. Oh, oh, so the account's getting stolen, yeah. right? This is the worst. <laughs> yeah. oh, this is the worst episode. <laughs> this is the worst best episode ever. Is I'm what so this glad is. to be on this worst best episode. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. 
It's my fault. So, yeah, um, you know, we had our credit card stolen at a really bad time for us. And, you know, it wasn't just this. It was some other uh, things that they billed us for. Was there ever a good time Well, it was really bad because I was on the road. And um, this was in one of my, like, month-long jags of not being at home. And so they stole my credit card. And then it's like, okay, do we leave our credit card information out there for everyone to get? Or do I, like, cancel my credit card and then am paying cash, like, constantly with everything? Like, let me tell you a story. I had a, a meeting with someone. I'm, I'm not going to give you her name, but she's a very, very famous, important woman. And I had uh, lunch with her the other day, and she's like, uh, Brie, why are you paying cash? <laughs> she's like, are you afraid you're going to get – I don't understand. And I'm like, no, my credit card just gets stolen all the time. So, <laughs> you know, it's uh, – I mean, it's a really serious problem. It's really caused, um, you know, it certainly put my husband and I in a financial jam before. If it, even if they weren't really, you know, actually getting into your credit card information, I mean, even if you don't have a lot that's there, it's still very demoralizing to just go in one day and go into your account and have everything gone. I mean, yeah. especially like this, yeah. this was a problem in Diablo too. I mean, you, you were talking about Ultima Online. I know this is a problem in Diablo, especially mm-hmm. Diablo 3 when they introduced the auction house where people would have their accounts hacked and they'd come in and they would be – they'd just be like have no gear and, and no gold. And it's just a really violating feeling even if it's just virtual. It doesn't really make it fe- – it's, it's not – obviously it's not as – severe if that's what they're doing stealing the items as you know having your house broken into but it's still just as much of a feeling of being violated uh, when is, somebody's breaking in like that it is and it's a kind of it's an interesting thought as you said that it's not as bad as this these are things that people have spent money time and effort to try to to get and the same thing that happens in our our actual lives is we spend time working then we get money to buy things and so it's a very similar feeling and if you're very close to a game I remember once like losing a stupid white gossamer robe when they didn't have them in EverQuest. And it was devastating to me. I was really, really upset um, that I didn't have any anymore. And it caused a huge effect on my psyche because and suddenly, poof, it was just gone. So this does cause real effects. And yeah. I think that, you know, these are people trying to scam the system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When when yeah. I was a kid, um, the the game that we all played was RuneScape, and I don't know if you've if you've right. heard of that oh, one, yeah. but yeah. Um, I actually this this happened to me um, in a, in a similar way where I you know I would spend every day after school I would get home I'd hop on the game I'd play it for hours and hours and I had uh, you know this this mage and and his all of these uh, spells and you know going on all of these quests and everything and I tried to log in one time. And my whole account was just stolen from me. And, you know, it wasn't just simply that all of my items had been dropped somewhere and I could get them back. No, everything was gone. Oh, wow. And whenever you consider that, you know, passionately spent all of these days after school, this is what I did. I had friends on the game and I didn't I didn't want to go back to it because of how much I had lost. And so, you know, whenever you consider that, not only are you losing uh, the time that you spent, but then in this case where you did build up an online friendship you might not really get to see those friends again if you if you're so devastated that it you know it, you don't want to start over from square one so this can have a huge effect and i mean i, I like that valve is um trying to push the the 
two-factor authentication. And I hope that more people will hop on that because it, it will obviously help you keep your account safe. But I, I don't know. It just, I don't know. It, it seems really tough to get people convinced to do that. <laughs> Well, I think it also speaks very badly to Valve that they, they like get to this point. I mean, you know, we didn't have a really fantastic experience with Valve when, you know, we worked with them. And, you know, they're always bragging like, oh, we, we have open source systems and we're so responsive and, you know, we're the biggest store in the world. And you, you see them innovating with things like the, the trading cards, you know, that they brought out. Like they hired psychological specialists, not Georgia Dow, to like figure <laughs> out the economics of like, like what would well, get consumers real really engaged then. with that. They're not, they're not, they're sure. fake. Um, Just joking. Yeah, they, they work on that, yet it has been very commonly known in the game community that this was a problem in Steam, I would say, for at least three years. It's been getting worse and worse and worse. And I think it, it frankly doesn't speak well to their commitment to their customers. It's taken them this long to um, you know, even kind of address it. And you know, to be fair, like these are companies that are writing about it, but you know, I haven't seen you know Valve really, you know, send out really strong communication through the press or other ways about this problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they haven't been. The one thing I have seen as I've logged in the last few times is they have been using the space that they normally reserve for whatever games are on sale. Like, hey, go do two-factor authentication to protect your account now. They have been doing that, but they've only been doing that in like maybe the last few weeks. And they only got two-factor authentication enabled through any sort of a mobile app theirs um in since like april of this year and before that it was just email authentication which i mean and the next the first thing that somebody's going to try to hack is your email and then they have you they can go figure out what your steam account is because you probably have steam receipts in there and then they go and send the two-factor request your email and they have your email so they just go in and hack your account so it's kind of surprising because blizzard's had a mobile authenticator for world of warcraft for years that that it's taken Steam this long to implement something like that that is known to be an issue. And the fact of having two-factor authentication still puts the onus on uh, the people that use Steam to solve this problem. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't like the, yeah. the... The thing that I don't like about that is that it kind of, you know, they, they would say then that, well, you didn't use two-factor authentication, so it's not our fault, which you want to make sure that if this is your ecosystem that you are controlling enough of that ecosystem so that everyone's safe and you can a lot of people you know kind of dis apple for being so overly protective and controlling about things but they're also one of the more secure systems that you can use and have had a very good you know everything has issues but had a very good safety record because of that and so i think that it's really important when you have a big business you have to think that when you become the most popular guy on the block People are going to try to hack you and game the system that you've already built. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's well said. I, yeah, I think it all comes down to trust. Yeah. Right, right, George. <laughs> I was thinking that you read my mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, Bree, it does. Georgia, do you have a parent? Were Were your parents ever citizens of countries other than Canada? I'm not answering that question. That's a dangerous question for me. Come on, Georgia. Trust is important. My family, my family is United Nations, okay? We are from everywhere 
<laughs> so now I cannot huh. answer that. Okay, thank you. Oh, great. Oh, okay, oh you tricked me. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you tricked me. Whoa. There's a United Nations option. Yeah, there you go. George is a citizen of the world, actually. Um, All right. Real time chat, real time feedback from the chat room before we leave this topic is uh, Noah Lee is telling us that that one of the things that they are doing is slowing down trades if for people who don't have two factor authentication turned on. Again, that's still. Yay. Yeah. Now I have to slow things down. Thank you. Well, well, if you have two factor enabled, then they then they take place at the same time. But otherwise, they're putting holds on trades for people who don't have two factor uh, enabled in order to try to protect them. So that is something that they're trying to do. But again, this is. It seems like kind of a crude solution to this to a problem that it, it seems like they should have solved by now, you would think. Yeah, it's three days for strangers and uh, a day if you've known the person for more than a year, uh, if, if my memory serves me. And then it is, uh, yeah, if you, get, if you get the app, then you're good to go. But still, as Georgia has, has said, and I think the most important point is this is all put on the player and not not the company that should be, I don't know, there, you'd think that there's something else that could be done because there are loads of other online companies out there who aren't reporting 77,000 accounts hijacked. So there's got to be something. Yeah, uh, yeah, a month. Yeah, that's that's an important yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, the, any other company like that would be in front page news like all the time if that was happening. And, and it's it's kind of amazing that's, that Valve isn't, you know, getting more press for this. But Yeah, I think that's well said. Yeah. We should get move on. We yeah, we should. On. And we should tell you that this episode of Isometric is brought to you by Braintree, which is code for easy online payments. So if you are a mobile app developer, you should check out Braintree, uh, who are the payment solution used by companies like Uber, Airbnb, Hotel Tonight, Living Social, and Munchery. And Braintree has made the payment experiences in these apps seamless and magical. And you can add a similar experience to your own app. They have excellent customer service and simple integration, and they get you ready to receive your payments quickly. And Braintree's continuous support and fast payouts means you'll be prepared as your company grows from your first dollar to your billionth. Braintree is helping to solve the problem of mobile card abandonment by offering a best-in-class mobile checkout experience, and they make payment experiences in some of your favorite apps seamless and magical, and you can have the same the same experience in your app. You don't want to try to figure out payments. It's complicated. We just talked about all the kinds of ways things can go wrong. Let Braintree solve this for you. They give you a full-stack payment solution. They have support for any type of payment that your customers might want, including PayPal, Apple Pay, Bitcoin, Venmo, cards, and more with a single integration. It comes with you across all platforms, and they have superior fraud protection, fantastic customer service, and they pay you very quickly. So to learn more and to get your first $50,000 in transactions fee-free, go to braintreepayments.com slash isometric. And thank you so much to Braintree for sponsoring this show and all of Relay FM. I think they've guaranteed Bree like a million. Is it a billion, well, Bree? How many? Yeah. A billion. A billion? A billion? It's, five, a, it's a lot. So. That could buy a lot it's of crushed cars, Bree. I- I need that much. Yeah, it's true. So, Steve, I have some critique of your ad read you just did for Braintree. When Simone does that ad read, she sings every other word. Like, can she, you can you see, can you try to do that? See, Simone is a singular a singular and unique talent that I don't yeah. think that I I think I would be doing a disservice to Simone to even try to do the things that she does. Oh, I really want to. Could hear you it, could though, you Steve. try like? Yeah, yeah, come on. Can you do it anyways? Give it a go. Give it a go. Braintree. Say Braintree Easy Online Payment. <laughs> Steve, bravo, bravo. I love you, Steve, because then you would do that. You're just too awesome. That's all I should say. I love you guys. I wouldn't. I don't sing for almost anybody else, so. 
Can you, can you try it with Frank's love tank love voice? I, like, I, you can say, Braintree, easy on my payments. Like that? Can you try that? I, I, I think that you just did a good enough job yourself that I think we should just leave it there. Morgan, 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 I just have to say, Morgan has been training me on my Batman voice. Uh, thank you, Morgan. Okay. Sent me a tape. So We'd I'm going to be practicing it, and next time I'll do the ad read in my Batman voice. Yes, that sounds great. Oh, Georgia, before we go on to the next topic, I need to know this. How much, uh, on a scale of one to five, uh, one being I strongly disagree, five being I strongly agree, how would you rank this sentence? I full-heartedly support Donald Trump and find him to be the most qualified candidate for the job. <laughs> what job What job is this for? What is the job that we're talking about here? You know the job. <laughs> I don't know what job we're talking about. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I think it would be president of the United States. Pres- the president of the United States. Now, how how much how close am I with the United States? Might change my opinion. Well, after this form is sent in, it's it's going to be a lot stronger. <laughs> uh, is this the point where you tell her? Where you tell Georgia that you have a free couch in your uh, in your house, Bree? No, George is not staying with me. I'll die. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> no. No, that's why I got to teach Frank to drive a tank, Steve. <laughs> are you invading? Uh, you invade Canada? No, no, no. This is just Should a protector. I, I am envisioning yeah. a tower defense game where Georgia tries to sneak into <laughs> Bree's house and, Bree is, and Frank is defending it with a tank. Bree, please make it so. This sounds like the best game ever. We should play this. I, I'm gonna put a five there because she can giant space cat's five. next creation. Oh, oh my god! Yeah. Bri- Brianna defense. We need to we need to make this happen. As long as there are falcons involved. Yes. Well, that would be one of the special weapons. Obviously, awesome. This is dangerous. Do you feel 100 percent confident that uh, Donald Trump will make America an economic powerhouse again, Georgia? <laughs> I'm not answering. I'm not answering these questions. Okay, I'll put that down as a yes then. I know. Yeah. Very confident. Steve, Very confident. Okay. Great. Okay. Uh, oh, there's only five more questions. See, you're getting Saturday here. Steve now, Georgia. I, I'm much more of an agent of chaos on the weekend. <laughs> Saturday yeah. Steve. Yeah. Like the Saturday morning. Yeah. All right, so let, let's right. let's talk about let's talk about something a little bit happier than uh, Georgia bringing down the downfall of the United States. Let's talk about uh, virtual reality because there were a bunch of announcements over at at the PlayStation Experience uh, this weekend. Of uh, Sony was releasing some details about the PlayStation VR. They didn't really announce a release date or a price yet, but they did show a number of the games that were going to be available for it. Uh, within presumably within the launch window, and the one that seemed to be the most interesting is Res Infinite, which is uh, a version of the classic rhythm game Res taken into uh, virtual reality. And the the original idea of Res is that it was supposed to be, I believe, the word is synesthetic experience. Where you were supposed to experience the music visually and and through and hearing it obviously and also feeling it through through like well hopefully I mean if you want to taste the music that's <laughs> that's your <laughs> aesthetic that's, yeah it has to be through taste too what are we doing? okay well uh, we'll work on the we'll work on that next <laughs> but so the the original one used the rumble to make you feel the music in addition to seeing it and hearing it and when uh, they came out they were actually playing res in a full bodysuit to make the 
your whole, entire body feel the music as you were playing it. This gives me the strangest visuals. It, it's it's quite a sight to behold, really. It sounds very intrusive. This is just not, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. This seems uncomfortable. It, it is inevitable that Christina Warren will use this technology with um, with Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. I'm pre- that's, that's not even a maybe. That's pretty much a given. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't, I mean, I know, you know, Bree, you and I have talked about Res a lot on this show. Micah, Georgia, have you played yeah. the original at all? Do you have any... Uh, so i've i've not played i've not played the original but um when i saw this one uh kind of creep through i this is uh, what i like about this game is how kind of artsy it is i mean there are some games that uh the concept is so clear and forthright but i really like so, so the original idea of the story is that you were kind of trying to uh hack through a computer and and figure out how to i don't know hack the system essentially and then it of course introduces this rhythm to it um but what i i like about this is just the art style of this thing and seeing this in virtual space i think would be a lot of fun it's got like a bit of a tron feel to it and um you know there there's one type of of virtual experience wherein you are placed in something that looks kind of just like our world and you're walking around on a grass field and listening to the falcons in the air oh my gosh george is coming um but <laughs> Then there are the experiences you that. Just you know. Oh, that's terrifying. Uh, code, code that into Brianna Defense. Yes, <laughs> write that down. Um, get that on the form. No, um, but I think that this is this is exciting to kind of be put into a different experience. Now, as far as the whole wearing the suit that vibrates your body thing, a little weirded out about that as well. Can I just say how awesome it was to see how? unbelievably badass all the journalists in the game industry are respected like strapped into this <laughs> this very cool looking suit i i love yeah. that the people that i will totally be able to look in the eye without giggling next time i see them at a professional event um <laughs> like yeah it is uh it was like the bat suit it just it looked amazing yeah, it, it looks like the harness that they put them in, like for American Ninja Warrior, when they have to climb up the hundred foot <laughs> rope. But yeah, you know, there's I, this mission in uh, Sanctuary Three where you have to go to a BDSM house, and then um, you escape from the house, and then BDSM like submissives are like pulling along a trolley full of people, and that's what the suit looks like. <laughs> <laughs> wow, now I really don't want to wear it. <laughs> oh, like, I want to play this game. Okay, wait a second. Six yeah. hours later. And there so, was one... what about people with different body sizes and shapes and... I don't know. Well, actually, actually, on that topic, uh, <laughs> there there was one that they wore on stage that was uh, metallic, and it had all these flashing lights and was kind of showing that this is where the different parts are vibrating. Um, but the person who ended up wearing it um, for, I believe it was for GameSpot, uh, they had one that was adjustable. And so they said, you know, he wanted to get into the one that actually was super cool and metallic and futuristic looking and lit up. But they were like, that's for a really super skinny person. So we're going to put you in this one that has, uh, you know, Velcro adjustments. But I'm like, now I really want to get into the silver one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and they said that that's more of a proof of concept that they're not planning to release like the full suit. But they if there's enough interest in it, which it sounds like there would be, they might release like pieces or portions of it to try to replicate part of that experience at home. But how would how would Nintendo turn that into one of their terrible accessories? Like, how would that do that? Would it be the the suit Ebo? 
that you buy along with it. And like, I don't know. I could see them. And then it'll, and then it'll electrocute that. you. I'm still waiting for Nintendo's heart <clears throat> monitor that they promised. So, you know, they were going to yeah, make whole, whole games around putting your finger into a thing that would measure your pulse. I'm still waiting for that to come out. I'm still waiting for new games for my Super Scope 6, oh. Steve Lubitz. <laughs> yeah, because I'm the one in charge of the Super so- Scope 6 game development. Well, you're the only person I know, know that loves Nintendo unconditionally, so I just assume that... I've still got a Wii Speak in my basement somewhere that we are, you were only able to use with the Animal Crossing game that they promised would have like actual usage for the Wii. And I bought that thing thinking you would actually be able to talk to people outside of Animal Crossing, so yeah. Yeah, well, I know how it works for Christians because, you know, like Christmas, we get miracles, man. Like there are movies about like, do you get the same thing for Hanukkah? Like, can you is there some loving movie or, or trope about you, you getting a Hanukkah miracle like new Super Scope game? Uh, well, I mean, the whole thing is the story of, uh, you know, having enough oil for one yeah. night that lasted for eight. Uh, but that's pretty yeah. much. That's pr- pretty much the only thing that we get are Adam Sandler trying to uh, capitalize on Hanukkah to make a few dollars every time that he gets broke. That's, that's, that's pretty much all That's a great song, though. Yeah. This Hanukkah song yeah. is a really yeah. catchy song. Yeah, the second one that he just yeah. released because he was starting to be hard up for cash wasn't quite as good, though. <laughs> I haven't heard that yeah. one, thank goodness. Yeah, you're, you're better off. <laughs> but So, Bree, what did you think about, about Rez? Because I know you're, you're a fan of the game, right? And Oh, God, what did yeah. You, are you kidding me? What did you think about res in in vr so straight talk straight talk um you know the the people that formed popcap games like they recently got a bunch of vc funding to spin off and start figuring out how those games work in uh you know work in vr land so right now we're trying to figure out a lot of different things we're trying to figure out interface uh we're trying to figure out how haptic gloves work if you once the oculus comes out next quarter you'll be able to see like the oculus controller we're trying to figure out a lot of things so I have no doubt what happened is there are a bunch of people that threw a bunch of money in engineering team and said, hey, why don't you try to start figuring this out? And then, you know, engineers, like we go to our friends and, and try cool things, you know. So um, I don't think it's something they intended to bring to market as much as they wanted to, um, you know, kind of get name recognition for their game out there, kind of get some easy press. And, you know, frankly, to give uh, the engineering team that's been playing with this, um, you know, give them a little bit of, um, you know, feel good, like uh, props for the work they're doing. Yeah, I mean, I, I when I saw it, I kind of felt like this is the perfect game for VR, though, because a lot of the, what we've been talking about, a lot of the challenges are around motion and around motion sickness and around like the dissonance when you're walking or you're you're moving through space and then you start strafing and and you get you get sick from that kind of dissonance between what your eyes are are showing you and the feeling that you're not getting in your body. And this is being an unreal shooter that is kind of a self-contained experience but very replayable and something that they've already got a lot of the you know probably a lot of the original you know code for that they obviously it's not push a button but they don't have to code something from scratch 
it feels like the kind of thing that really would translate to VR very well and might be able to sell VR to people who might not be 100% sold on it. Disagree with that 1000%. I think this is like a Oh really? This is okay. like a formula to make people sick and make them feel disembodied. Um like really, really? seriously, I'm not being sarcastic or giving you an attitude okay. here. No, no, no. Um, I, I'm, the I'm... worst experiences I've had in VR is when you're like um when they make you like a camera floating through space and you can't see your body represented and like an on-rail shooter kind of game oh my god no like you're gonna take off the goggles and you're gonna feel disembodied and sick and nauseous and yeah it's not gonna be good um so yeah i strongly disagree with that you need to come over to gsx office sometime and i can show you all the cool stuff we've been developing with this tech and you can kind of get a feel for um you know what works and what doesn't so yeah, I, I, my problem right now, at least the last time I've tried it, and hopefully the, the headsets will work a little bit better, is that it's still a big problem with glasses because I'm blind as a bat without my glasses on. And the, the, the headsets tend to shift your glasses around just enough to mess with your vision. Which will make it even worse, yeah. Yeah, so it, it's kind of yep. – it's been – I don't know if any of the headsets are kind of improving on that. I know obviously there are enough people that wear glasses that nope. they have to solve for this. <laughs> But it doesn't seem like yep. that's really been solved for. So that's that's been kind of a challenge for me in general, being able to to get that same level of immersion with my terrible, horrible eyesight. My my last VR experience um, was actually not not related to gaming. Um, instead, they were trying. It was uh, there's a there's a university near where I work, and they have an architecture department, and they wanted to show off some of the new things they were working on. And so they I put me in an Oculus, and were trying to show me a an art museum that they had built inside of the game. Or I mean, inside of the the computer, and um, had dresses that they had recreated using uh, partially using using cameras with infrared uh, technology, and then also um, using 3D modeling. And as soon as I put the headphone or the headset on, they realized that I was outside of the art museum. And so they said, oh, no, we need to take you through the doors. So the person hits the arrow key on the keyboard and just shoves me through the door. And I almost vomited right away. I mean, my my whole, (laughs) just everything, my whole reality just shifted forward so fast. It was terrible. And I almost ripped the headset off. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to just, you know, remain calm here. And I was like, can we please go slower than that next time? Because it also had like fake stairs. So it, it had me kind of climbing as well. So it was like zooming forward and then pop, 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 up these stairs and oh straight through the door. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to vomit all over everyone <laughs> if you don't stop. Oh, uh, no. Like a breath uh, weapon. Because I was just a camera, like just, essentially. Uh, and so that's why I think, Bree, you're, you're dead on. Because, um, yeah, when you're just the camera and you're not... Not, yeah. not getting to be like a person. Ugh, it's bad. I think that that's going to be the huge issue with VR. It's that, so what happens is, is that our, our ears have liquid inside of them and they that's how they tell where our balance is. And so it goes by three little tiny rings and they have liquid in each one. And depending on that, it's our balance. And then our visuals go through where is the horizon, where is the ground. And whenever those two things don't match up, we're going to get that feeling of, oh my goodness, there's something wrong. Maybe we are dizzy. Maybe we have eaten something that's made us feel poisoned um, or similar to being on a boat. This is, that's why it feels, that's why people on a boat, because the difference between where the boat is wiggling and where the horizon we see as being stable makes us feel sick. And so VR games that will have a horizon and we will be moving differently than what our inner ears are telling us are going to cause 
illness to many people. And because it's so immersive, which is one of the good things about VR, those type of games are going to be a huge difficulty versus games that would be, say, surgery where you're stable and you're not moving and you're maybe performing a surgery or you're interacting with puzzles or other things such as that will not cause as great of a feeling of disembodiment. And so it's going to be a real difficulty because it's a new emerging uh, market. And if you have a lot of people that are buying games and all feeling ill, they'll just think that VR doesn't work. And the issue isn't that the VR doesn't work. It's that people are not understanding the games that people can play and then how to make people feel stabilized while they're playing them. Yeah, no, I had, I, my final point was, um, I, I was curious if, um, yeah, I got nothing. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Then I guess if that's the case. Do you have a parent leave Canada for more than one year before 1977? That is my final point. Uh, Georgia, come on! It's a show. Yeah, go for it. Be a damn professional, Dal. (laughs) No. So, so Georgia, I have a question on my forum for you. Have you ever bought a a mattress online? I I have not bought a mattress online. (laughs) Oh well, I have the I have just the message for you then, because this episode of Isometric is brought to you by Casper, who is an online retailer of premium mattresses that you can get for. have something to say about Casper mattresses though because last year at CES uh Serenity and I jumped oh that's you jumped on a you jumped on a mattress mattresses and it was fabulously amazing you can check out the video of me actually jumping on a Casper mattress and the coolest thing is that they come out of the box like a slinky dink like you like open the box and they like they like spring into action like you know it's amazing so Casper mattresses are absolutely fabulous and their company is really cool too it's kind of a weird thing to try to buy mattresses online, but there are trying to Casper is trying to revolutionize the mattress industry mm-hmm. by making it cheaper and easier to buy a mattress and not having to deal with a salesperson. So you they give you a mattress that combines premium latex foam with memory foam, and they come together for better nights and brighter days with just the right sink and just the right bounce. And these things are normally, I mean, if you go to buy a mattress, they cost a lot of money and you have to deal with a salesperson. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like buying a car. Like you have to deal with the guy and, and get, and try to have, try to haggle him down and, they can often cost like $2,000, $1,500, but Casper mattresses cost a flat rate of 500 for twin, 750 for full, 850 for queen, and 950 for king. Everything's made in America. And if you have not shopped for a mattress lately, those are ridiculously low prices. Yeah, and they have good refund policies too. Renee uses one, and they're really comfortable, comfortable mattresses. Uh, actually, about a year ago now, I decided I needed a new mattress, and I do this thing where I listen to podcasts. It's really weird. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Uh, and uh, they were all talking about this place called Casper, and so I said, "What the heck?" And I decided to snag a Casper mattress for myself. I've been sleeping on one for a year now, and hands up, hands down, like I'm not getting paid for this. <laughs> that is that mattress is the best mattress I've ever slept on in my life, and I've. Been 
been on those weird pediocentromata califragilistic mattresses that cost a bajillion dollars. And this is way better because with those supercalifragilistic mattresses that cost a bajillion dollars, they, they're really hot. They'll, they'll, like you sink down into them and they're really hot. The Casper, again, you don't mean just like the right amount of sink and the right amount of bounce. You mean like hot? No, I don't mean hot, like really, really good looking, I guess, if that's, yeah. No, I mean like warm and you can't sleep <laughs> because you're just sweating, but not on Casper. It's, it's got that perfect, uh, where you, you sink just enough, but you don't sink so far down into it that you can't breathe. And let me tell you the experience <laughs> of opening the dang thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was so cool. I, I just, I cool? put the box down cut it open and it was just like oh let me just breathe in all of the air in the room and i was like this is my baby and then it just breathed in its life and i laid it down and then i laid down on top of it and then my dogs jumped on and i was like no i need to put on the mattress cover first (laughs) uh so i yeah absolutely hands down the casper is great if you're looking for a mattress please don't get the pdo supercalifragilistic mattress get this mattress it's so good and they are awesome sponsors of relay so they are already awesome people you should totally get this mattress. And there's no risk to trying it either because they give you free delivery and they give you a 100-day return period. So you can sleep on it for like three months and then decide if you want it or not. And that's much better than going into a furniture store and lying on a bed for four minutes and then making a decision that's going to last you the next 10 years of your life. And mattresses are one of these really important things. You're going to spend one-third of your life on it. So it's worthwhile to make sure that you're really comfortable. Just to sweeten the deal a little bit, listeners of this show can get $50 towards any mattress purchase by going to casper.com slash isometric and using the code isometric. Uh, Terms and conditions apply. It's a great gift for the holidays. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that that would be, especially if you can kind of get a a hidden camera in the house and see their faces, the thing like inflates in front of them. But so thank you so much to Casper for supporting Isometric and all of Relay FM uh, and go check them out and go sleep better. Okay, so let's so let's go in and start talking about what we're playing. So Micah, you are our uh, guest host this week. So what have you been uh, playing this week or the last, you know, six months, whatever? Well, I've been playing <laughs> Snappables. It's this game for no. <laughs> Snapple, I was so excited. Yeah. In between your in between your sessions of Candy Crush. It, yeah, exactly. When I'm not playing Candy Crush or Hearthstone or Snappables, um, no, actually, I've I've had some friends over lately. As it gets closer to the holidays, we like to bring people over, and by we, I mean myself and my boyfriend. And that you need like a good party game to play with a bunch of people. And I'm no Maddie Myers, but I can play some Super Smash Bros. Whoa. I can get down all right. Whoa, <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, I, I dig this game. Um, it's so much fun to play with a bunch of people and there aren't a lot of games like, look, you sit me down with a, a deck of Uno cards and I have a glass of wine. And the second someone like skips my turn, I'm ready to tear everyone's heads off. I do not play like card games very well. I just get super competitive with those. Mm. And so it's like, how can I have, fr- have fun with my friends and enjoy their company and not want to kick them out of the house? Well, let's play Super Smash Bros. So I, I think it's because of all of the hijinks and kind of getting around and, and um, you know, especially whenever you, you turn on the items, which some of my friends don't like to turn on the items but anyway um uh yeah i I don't know i really like super smash bros especially when you've got a big group of people and i like to rep kirby so you know it's it's a good time kirby's the best what is kirby by the way what what is kirby well yeah what is kirby i'm just asking 
Like, what kind of creature is Kirby? Are we getting yeah. into this again? No, I just, I just want to know if someone found out what Kirby was. Oh. Okay. <laughs> it's like, wait. Okay. Yeah. I, I think we need to have him fill out one of Bree's forums, and then we'll find out what kind of creature. <laughs> oh, Steve. Steve. <laughs> Fear. Okay, uh, let's go on. Go on, please. Let's all right. So, so, so Bree, what, what are you playing this week? Well, I've been playing this really great game today called uh, uh, called F- Application to Renounce Canadian Citizenship. And it's just really <laughs> fascinating. That I like this game. Bruce. It's a text adventure? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a text adventure. So, Georgia, I guess my, my final question for you is like um, – you know, do you agree and advise to the Citizen Immigration uh, Office of Canada that any information of this form changes before the processing or application is, is complete? You are uh, complicit under uh, no. penalty of law, no, uh, including civil Bree. and criminal. Uh, no, no, no. I, you're breaking up. No. Breaking up, Georgia. Yes. Okay. I'm sending this. Listen to this fine print. <laughs> wow. That is an amazing the the seriously uh the iOS game that I've been playing and I'm so addicted to is Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes and it is really 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 addictive and good and will cost you a lot of money so if you like money don't download this game. I am currently the number four player in the entire world <laughs> at this game. Um, and I've got my killer lineup of Ahsoka really? and Ventress. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, Lumina is on my team and uh, Barisa. And, like, I just have a it's, – it's a fantastic game. It's very, very tactical. And, um, you know, it's really good. I can uh, recommend playing that. I'm trying to get um, – um, through Danganronpa uh, Despair Girls. Uh, I'm trying to finish that up because you know, Danganronpa 3 was announced. Uh, I have to be honest, I've talked about my um, kind of lukewarm feelings towards that game on Isometric and uh, it's it's really hard to get through towards the end. Um, I'm really hoping there's another big twist because it's um, it's kind of hard to get through, but that's why I'm playing. It's hard to get through gameplay-wise or story-wise? Well, it's just, it's it's not as compelling a story as the as the earlier Danganronpas. Like the other Danganronpas have like three or four major huge twists in the plot, and this one it just isn't structured like that. So even though I like the characters, um, it's just it's it's not as strong a game overall. You know, I've talked about how some of the uh, the emotional um, you know themes in it, like you know, frankly, children being raped in the game. It's it's really really dark and hard to get through. Um, you know, and like darkness is par for the course in Danganronpa, but, um, it's, I don't know. It just didn't click with me as much. And that's, uh, frustrating because it has, uh, you know, like two women as the, uh, primary characters in the game. Yeah. I know you're really excited about it. So I'm, I'm disappointed that it hasn't gotten better. Yeah. Or it hasn't gotten, it hasn't improved for you, I suppose, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. So, so Georgia, what are you playing this week? So I trying out this new game called broken age oh yeah and <gasps> it's <laughs> what i love that game <laughs> and it's a cute it's like um it's a game where it's like it's similar to a tech spec game like choose your own adventure where they you get different choices of what to do and you have to go through it it's 
I like it's got a cute animation. I don't know why everyone's noses are a different color from the rest of their face. I don't know. Alcohol. I'm not sure. But um, no. so, Isn't it about children? It has children in it. They all have different <laughs> colored noses from the rest of their face. I find that slightly disturbing. It's, a, it's an animation style. It, it's a strange animation style. I'm just saying. <laughs> meh. I don't know. Um, I like it. I can't say that I love it yet. I'm, I'm only to you know, one quarter of the way through it but i'm gonna keep on playing it and see that it gets better sometimes you get stuck in certain areas where i'm not sure really what they want you to do or my character is going in a different area than where i want them to go and then i have to bring them all the way back again and so um but it's cute it's interesting if you like games that are very story driven it is and i like the fact that there's two separate storylines that go through and so that's really nice as well I'm going to buy it right now. Yeah, you, you might even have it already if you uh, – if because they were giving that out for PlayStation Plus a couple months ago. So you might even have it on your PlayStation right now if you uh, – I think it, it might even run on the Vita. It's like one of the rare games that runs on the Vita possibly. Though I could be making that up too just because I want things to actually run on the Vita. But um, So I finished both Ori and the Blind Forest and Rise of the Tomb Raider. Did you? Yeah. yeah. How did you like – wait, wait. I have to ask, Steve, without giving away the ending, how did you find the ending? I felt a lot of feels. Okay, me too. I gotta say, game of the year, I'm just saying. Yeah, I I thought it wrapped up the story really well, but I think that, and and in a way that wasn't entirely expected, I guess, but it was was a nice way to to wrap up that story without giving it away. But I was really glad that I played through it, although I've, apparently, I'm... I, when I said that on Twitter, I got a lot of people that were saying that it's like way too difficult for them to finish, which is kind of disappointing for a game like that because you really do need to get through the end of it in order to get the full payoff yes. from the game. Yes, it's one of those games that you the ending does not it, – it's not one of those games where you can finish the game or not finish the game. It doesn't matter. It does yeah. make a huge difference. You have to kind of finish it. Yeah, and, and and same thing with Tomb Raider, and I, I love Tomb Raider yeah. beginning to end. And yeah, it was amazing. And I don't yeah. normally like games like this. So what did what did you think about the 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 characters? Uh-oh. What did you think about the characters? I thought they were I was very surprised by the twist at the end. Because <sighs> I don't maybe I shouldn't have been. I don't know if I should have been or not, because I normally am oblivious about that kind of stuff. <laughs> um so I was surprised by it. I the characters all seemed like they were all acting with you know, believably in respect to their motivations. Yeah. We'll put it that way. And yeah. I liked the way that the story ended up and I was, you know, I was sufficiently surprised by the twist that came through it again because I get surprised by like Disney movies. So, you know, I I don't know if that means anything, but I thought the story was really compelling to keep me going in a way that I don't typically like this type of story. So it was really good from that perspective. And I I, I got a little bit frustrated with some of the combat towards the end. Um, but not to the point where I did with like the Uncharted games. Yeah. So I, I thought that that I played on easy, but not like super easy. So there's nothing wrong with playing on easy. I have no problem with playing it. I'm, I'm a wimp. I'm fine. No, no, yeah. it just makes you lesser. But other than that, what? Well, you know, that's oh, fine. There's oh no problem. I, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm okay with that. <laughs> and, um, and the other game that I started today that I just got, that just came out and I want to make sure people tr- check out if they're interested in it is Steam World Heist which is out yeah. for the 3DS and the Wii U, which is kind of like a cross between a side-scrolling platformer and XCOM. 
And it stars a uh, Piper Faraday, who's the captain of this ship, and she's kind of getting mercenaries as she goes around. And everything is turn-based. And what's interesting about it is that – so it's it's all side-scrolling. And it's got kind of the mechanic like that XCOM had where you're taking a shot and you don't know if the shot's necessarily going to hit. But instead of it being just a random chance, you're actually aiming the gun. And then it's up to you whether you can get the bullet to like ricochet in the right way or not in order to get a hit. And if you get a hit to the head, then it's it's more damage. If you you know get it to ricochet off the wall, it's less damage. And you know there are bo- barrels that you're hiding behind that can explode. And I played it a, a decent part of the day today. I'm looking to get into it more, but I'm really it's scratching a really big itch that I haven't had scratched since XCOM. Wow. So I I'm going to play it some more, but I would absolutely if you have a a 3DS or a Wii U, I would. And this sounds interesting at all. I would check it out because I am really enjoying it. But I mean, only after you've beaten Tomb Raider. Yes. And and already in the Blind Forest. Yeah. Well, yeah, whatever. But like Tomb Raider. Like, like that's a, it's <laughs> important. It, yeah, I, I'll say that SteamWorld Heist got me to put down Hearthstone for the majority of the day. If that, wow. if that Whoa. gives you an idea. Yeah. So it looks like a lot of fun. The the tactical nature of it, and um, I I, I like turn turn based games honestly. So yeah, this looks like fun. Yeah, I, I like that too. Yeah. Like where you get where you can think out a strategy and you can kind of make it. Exactly. You, you don't have to. It doesn't rely as much on your reflexes if you don't want it to. So. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Um, so I think that is going to uh, to do it for us. Bree, Georgia, do you have anything else that you want me, people to check out um, that you've done this last week? <laughs> I was I was I was not on vidcast this week, um, though I was on to do a sleep episode of the radio show Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. So you can check that out. I'm going to send a Twitter link to it. And we talk about uh, sleep problems and how to get over them. Uh, on a radio show and anything for you Bree? or uh yeah uh god what did i do this week i truly can't remember i'm out at gamer x right now i'm sure there'll be video up of it later um uh, i've got a piece in i'm War that's coming out i've got two more articles next week that are coming out so yeah a uh, lot of awesome stuff at our studio i'm also in crunch so we're trying to finish up rev 60 so yeah that that game yeah. i heard that game is pretty good that game that you're working on that, that Revolution yeah. 60 thing, I yeah, heard that's okay. pretty good. <laughs> the game thing? That thing? Yeah? <laughs> I, I have to say, like, the the changes <laughs> to the lighting engine we've been working on lately, it's it's really making a huge difference in how the game works. But anyway, that's what I'm working on. So, boob. Yeah, no, I've seen some of the pictures you've been tweeting out, and it looks like night and day from the original version. Re? Yeah. Re? It looks yeah. really Are good. There All right, cool. Yeah. Is there a panda suit no. update? Okay, so, Georgia, one of the things we've been talking, do you have an iPad Pro, Georgia? Do you have an iPad Pro? I do have an iPad Pro. Yeah. Like, uh, I will send you the UVs for a snow leopard. And if you want to get your pencil with an iPad Pro and draw your own yeah. panda texture on top of it, I will bake a special binary of Rev60 and send it to you with <laughs> pandas you? in it. <sighs> will you? I will. You do know I, I can draw I really well, though. No, that'll just make it great, and we'll make it part of my iMore. Um, we'll make it part of my iMore um, article. Like I can send it over to you. So I have to draw a panda suit. So what happens when you get a UV? It's like um, imagine if you're Hannibal Lecter and you were to like chop all of someone's skin off and then squish it down <laughs> like an orange. 
So it's what it's called a UV. Like you're trying to map 3D space in a 2D plane. George's got so experience what, with that. Yeah, she does. She'll be a natural. So what you'll need to do then is to get uh, the Apple Pencil and open it up in something like Pixelmator. And um, okay. yeah, then you can just draw what you think a panda should look like. And then I will shoot it back over and I will include that in my iMore article. So make that happen. Make this that, is I will so send exciting you UVs for me. Today. This sounds exactly like what happens when I take my kids to Build-A-Bear. I'm so excited, Bree. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try. I don't even know what you just told me to do, but I'm going to try to draw It'll what be very clear once skinned. I send it to you. So, yeah. yeah. Skinned panda. A skinned yeah. panda. I will try to draw what a skinned yeah. panda would look like. It's going to be really okay. Okay. pretty Perfect. Hideous. Okay. Uh, oh, and I was okay. also on uh, Pixelkin's podcast, Gaming with the Moms, this week, talking about the uh, the new Ratchet and Clank game that's coming out, and why I hate Minecraft and all kinds of other good stuff. So that awesome. was a lot of fun. So you should go you should go check that out. Also, uh, Michael, where can people find you and uh, stuff about Newsy and everything else that you're doing? Well, you can follow me on Twitter at Micah Sargent. I'm pretty much at Micah Sargent everywhere because I'm kind of boring like that. Uh, you are but then so also, not boring. You are awesome. Oh, follow him. You. He's absolutely awesome. Just saying. <laughs> thank you. Uh, you should also check out, if you like cartoons, please come check out Cartoon Cast. Uh, I, I do that with Christina Warren, and it's on the uh, Jason Snell's The Incomparable Network. And we're having a lot of fun. We're about to release uh, an episode. Uh, so you heard it here first, folks, where we have both picked out a um, and Steve, I will say Christmas because these are both Christmas uh, okay. specials. So uh, a Christmas special uh, of our favorite cartoons. So for me, I'm watching an episode of The Simpsons that um, that Christina really likes. And then she's watching an episode of Futurama that I picked out. And then we're going to talk about that. So that'll be the one that's out on the 22nd. Sounds and good. if you want to check out what I do for my jobby job, head on over to Newsy.com, where I am a senior editor and do journalism things. <laughs> journalism things. Sorry. Just like that. We will have links to all those journalism things at relay.fm slash isometric or isometricshow.com where you, you can also click the big uh, gold button to sponsor the show and become a member of Relay. So you can go do that as well right over there. You can uh, you can send us feedback via email to feedback at isometricshow.com. Uh, make sure to rate and review the show on iTunes. It helps us out a ton. Um, you can go check out the other shows at Relay or get the app to hear us streaming live when we are – not having horrible Skype uh, to Skype disasters like we are tonight at uh, Relay FM, and you can find all of us on Twitter. The show's account is at Isometric Show. I am at Wicked Good and Bree. Where can people find you? Space Cat Cow. <laughs> I didn't even know if she was gone or just trolling us. I didn't know. She she was busy filling out forms. And and Georgia, where can where can people find you? You're dealing with anxiety. You besides Canada, anxiety. besides Canada, do you mean besides the immigration office? Yeah, I know. Me being yeah. kicked out of Canada. Thank you. Um, anxiety dash. I'm gonna have anxiety. I'm gonna have to watch my own videos. Anxiety <laughs> dash videos dot com. And on Twitter, it's Georgia underscore Dow. So uh, thank you, as always, for listening. Thank you to Braintree and Casper for sponsoring this episode. And isometric workers, transform and roll out.
I was so ready for that. I could not wait. I, I could tell so you practiced. You, you spent more time practicing than yeah. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you sound better. It's definitely my thing. To... That was it. That was not us. That was great. I'm very impressed. <laughs> oh, so, thanks. Georgia, before before we go, um, seriously, can I send this form in? Is it going to hurt our friendship if I do send this in? <laughs> yes. Yes. I like Canada now. I've never been more proud oh my of my country. This is not the time to get evicted. With Harper, you could have evicted me. I would have been fine. Seriously, Canada is I so mean, awesome right now. You know, no. you don't have to leave. You're just having your citizens. <laughs> you just can't vote. That's all. Yeah. You know, it's minor detail. Yeah, no, no, that's no, no. <laughs> I'm going to send falcons and pandas after you. Whoa, wearing their skin. it's getting real is serious. It, now. If they strip your citizenship, can you still buy all dressed chips? Because that's an important distinction. <laughs> I'm not bringing any for you, though. Now you'd be cut off. <laughs> it's not for me, it's for Maureen. Maureen's an innocent bystander. Oh, that's true. I do still love So I had to guess for questions like, what are Georgia Dow's parents' names? So I just said, like, Otto and Blotto. Otto? You know, that's what sounded right to me. (laughs) Blotto and Blotto. Blotto Yeah, that that seems legit. That seems seems pretty pretty authentic. It's very legit. I'm pretty sure that that, that's accurate. Georgia? Did you get what did you put down for her middle name though? Did you put down Marie or did you put down chicken parts? I'm never I'm not Marie. saying. It's not happening. <laughs> uh, I had to guess on uh your birthday. So I said uh I said January first, nineteen ninety five. And yeah, <laughs> like this is uh this is a very legit form. So This is scary because they're gonna find they're going to find a Georgia Dow that was born in J- on January 1st, 1995, whose parents' names are Otto and Blotto, and the person is going to be <laughs> kicked out of it's Canada. It's going to be your fault, Bree. You're going to feel guilty. Yeah. I-, I would say, though, if I had to guess George's birthday, it would be Leap Day. It would be February 29th. <laughs> what is the day that all the pandas were born? Well, I don't know. You tell me you're the one who's great with dates. Oh, no. That's oh, burn. That was low. Sick burn. That was low, Steve. 